Apparently, we're on the air. It's funny how that happens. Well, they play music, and here we go. And here we go. I'm talking to Marty for a couple minutes and took away our extra seven or eight minutes of waiting time. And <laughs> Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., with you here on the Hawkeye Huddle, 1700 and around the uh, around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Of course, Mediacom. Around the globe. Around the globe. And we, we are international, by the way, so we, we know this. We're on uh, show number 399. Next week will be 400. I don't know whether we're going to do a celebratory show because we didn't really keep track. We've got all these podcasts out there somewhere. But it takes a lot of work to cut them up and have fun with all that. I Good know, Lord. But, but uh, 400 next week. Which, 400 freaking shows and you still don't know squat. Right. I haven't learned anything. But we're still here. And no matter how, we, how hard we try to get thrown off the air, we can't get it done. I, it, does, it doesn't I, happen. I don't know... We're the Jeff Fisher of talk radio Jeff in Des Moines. Fisher. I'm trying to think of a better, more, more of an NBA coach. Uh, uh, um, so who is the? I mean, because they've retre- uh, we're, um, they've retreaded. You know, the NBA coaches are retreads. They're, they're six different places. You know, old, Rick old, Adelman. Yes, Rick Adelman. Nice. Uh, good old John McLeod coached like six different teams. Dick Mata. <laughs> exactly. Bill Fitch. Bill Fitch. Bill, Bill Fitch only had two. He had the Celtics and the and Cavs. The, and, uh, uh, he was at Houston, too. Oh, I, he may have been Houston's he, coach he, when they went to the finals. I think he was. Or when they won Dur- they, during he, the Jordan baseball years. Was he? Listen to the Hawkeye Huddle. Spout off uh, what, what we're saying is knowledge. that, and, we, and why are we like that? Because we've been on six different stations. We, we've had, we're finally on TV. We've only been we're, on one TV. This is true. And we've, Mediacom 822. I'm wearing a sweatshirt tonight. Yeah. Got hoops prep. I got a, a little sweater vest. You know, thing I actually on. had a very similar uh, Argyle thing going today. Did you? I did. It, it's the weather. It's kind of bringing out the uh, the sort of old man side of us that wants to cuddle up in some cuddle duds here with a little, uh, you know. Anyway. On Friday, I wanted to wear an Italian sweatsuit, like a soprano. Did you? <laughs> I didn't. I don't own one. That'd be a good look for you for about 15 minutes. Maybe yeah, 20. Yeah. Depending on where you're going and what you're doing. I still have no gold chains. So, I mean, I can't walk into the Target and really make it work. <sighs> Sideways baseball cap doesn't work on you. No, no I'm, I'm a straightforward straight... lid guy. There you go. There you go. So, uh, this could get to be, we were just saying this, this could get to be a long winter on the Hawkeye Huddle if the Iowa basketball team doesn't start to win a few games. Now, that having been said... Come we, on, we, we beat the Stetson Top Hatters last well, night. Well, so, the, so uh, okay, recapping... I thought they'd get beat way worse than at Notre Dame than they did. I thought they played if, a very good first If I'm not mistaken, half. we might need to check I, the tape. I said I, 40, right? I'm pretty sure I I almost hit the number. Yeah, I think you said 17 or 18. I 14. said between yeah. uh, 12 and, yeah. and 18, and I mean, I think I had it at 92-7. Now, they played better defense there. Um, Bohannon, Pemzel came up big. Bohannon with 23 points, Pemzel with 18. Boy, Pete Jock couldn't th- throw it in the ocean that night. Didn't matter. They played some good defense in the first half. Second half, their defense went back to being what it normally was, and they. But so that was good. Then the embarrassment on on Saturday against North, uh, Nebraska Omaha, who by the way got beat by Iowa State last night by like forty some. So we'll have to, yes. we're going to talk about that. It is Iowa Iowa State week across the uh, the winter sports uh, this week with the the women, the men, and the wrestlers all competing against Iowa State. Do they have a hockey team? No. Does broomball count? Uh, I was hoping. Isn't there still field hockey? I don't even that seems still. Part I don't of it. think Iowa State has field hockey. Yeah. Anyway, um, then they came back last night and beat Stetson after uh, and and beat him handily. Here's the difference between so uh, it was interesting because Pat uh, Hardy of the uh, is he still what's he do now? What's his what's his Hawkeye? I can't remember where he's at now. He was with the press for know. the longest, but time. he's still reporting on the Hawkeye. Right. All Hawkeyes. So, all Hawkeyes, all, Thanks, Hawkeyes all, right. all the time. So no, I've. I've known Pat off and on over the years, all the way back since I was a student. We were going to Hayden Fry press conferences together. He t- had a tweet last night, which was interesting. Do you which have is, hair then? Uh, not much. So actually, I did. It was a. It was sort of a wave mop Moose? thing. Absolutely, that boy. Absolutely. So um, he tweeted out last night. Suddenly, this team that was terrible on Sunday and and the worst in all, of all time is now you know has potential and. Here's the deal, and, and this is what I said. Here's the deal. It, it, I can look at back at bad basketball teams that Iowa's had, including Fran's first team that wasn't really his fault, but uh, Fran's first team. It a couple was clearly of lick, not his fault. Uh, cl- a couple of the Licklider teams. And when they 
when they won against bad – first of all, they lost against bad opponents like Nebraska-Omaha. But they also, when they won, they were winning by 10, 12, you know, 8, 9, 10, 12 points. This team clearly – I mean, they went out and they pounded Stetson last night. Stetson's not any good. I understand that. The RPI teams that they, the RPI, the teams they played are, is awful that they've beaten. But the point is that they can score, and they can score the basketball, and it's not just one or two of them as freshmen. I mean, we're looking up, we're looking at this. Isaiah Moss last night with 21, uh, getting more minutes, which is great. You throw him in there with Mohannon, certainly, and you were just saying, Pemsel's a bit of, bit of a revelation. I thought he'd be good, not this good. And, of course, we're missing Tyler Cook. So you're looking at this, and you're thinking, okay, well, when they are winning games against bad competition, they're, they're, they're piss-pounding them, right? At, at the very least, they're able to do that, which our bad teams in the past didn't. So maybe that's like the little ray of hope that says if they learn how to play any defense at all, they'll win a couple games So here what you're suggesting is we are not bad. I'm suggesting we are. By comparison to other bad teams. Of the past, which is why we still have a little hope here in December, right? If this is still the same in February where we can't stop. I mean, they gave up 98 points to Nebraska-Omaha, who I think scored 40 in the 40s last night against Iowa State. I didn't, 98 didn't UNO, points. I don't think you're supposed to call them UNO anymore. Uh, uh, Omaha. Omaha. Uh, yeah. What Didn't they have 54 at halftime? I, I don't think it was that quite that many. I think it was, it was 52. 40, yeah, they were over 50. Yeah. They they Iowa played zero defense again. I about fell out of my chair. I looked and, at the score at halftime because, of course, I – was it on TV? No, I was listening on the radio off and on as I was doing things the other day, and I just kept thinking, okay, they'll get a stop here. And they kept over-pursuing and letting guys go to the hoop and get layups. And you know, and Bobby Hansen was just beside himself. He was over there? He was over here. Or and over he was there. over there. And you know, I'm sure Fran, they kept talking about I mean, red-faced Fran is out and everything. Now, last night, they did a little bit better job. The one thing that they do defensively that I noticed last night is something that a lot of young teams do, which is when they switch off, they they don't get back to their to the guy they need to right away. Or are you referring rotates. to the hedge? The hedge is not good. The hedge by Dom Yule is really bad because Dom Yule hedges out and then plants his feet. So whoever he hedges on goes right by him, and and then if they don't go right by him, the guy that he left is wide open. He, I mean, you can't go out hedge and plant your feet, right? So I don't know. I've we, never hedged. Well, we have a number of those. I have, right I have now, worked but. on a hedge. Anyway, the defense. Is obviously the problem. This is no great analysis on our part. Sky's blue. Hawks can score, but they can't stop anyone. And yet, somewhere down the road, we're going to beat Michigan State. Well, or it, Indiana, it, yeah, yeah. Or, or something of that nature, somehow on a fluke, and then have Northwestern or Rutgers come to Iowa City and lose. I have, I have no idea how good Fort Wayne is. All I know is Fort Wayne beat. Indiana, and then Indiana turned around and beat North Carolina, right? Which so, basically means that UCLA will be the national well, championship. Well, the, it, means, it means Iowa could turn around and beat Iowa State Thursday night. I mean, it, it could happen. I, I didn't say that's going to – we'll talk about that later on. But I'll, I, I, I will uh, be surprised, and, and Trent, I'm going to ask you to, to do some research. It's Tuesday, and it's really early for a basketball line. But right four, now – 11? No, 12? good Lord, no. Be like Iowa State be like seven. I think it's double digits. No way. No chance. No chance? No. Trent, Trent's a degenerate. He'll get it. The Degenerate uh, podcast. Of course, you want to check out all your betting lines and talk, talk to Trent and listen to his podcast. He'll get that yeah, for us. Omaha had now. 53 in the first. Okay. <sighs> Iowa had a lead for a little while. Then they came I back. I think and they it, scored 53 against Iowa State. I don't, I don't think they – no, they didn't get out of the 40s. My guess is the 90 90- – or whatever they put up was more than enough to get Iowa State's attention. Well, here's what you're going to see. So you're going to get more of Isaiah Moss, which you should, because clearly he can shoot and he's got some athleticism and, he, and he's a guy that needs to be on the floor more. Less of Dom Yule. He needs to be off the floor more. He's just he's just not there. He's, okay, I read and, something. Let me ask you this question, because I read something today, and I'm not sure I believe this. But if you look at the good players, Dev Marble, Aaron White, maybe Utah, uh Shaney, guys that Fran has recruited, have you seen marked improvement through them or from them during their time at Iowa? Yeah. 
go back. I mean, now. Well, I, and I will say this. Peter Jock is so much a better player today uh, than he was when he was fresh. It's yeah, not even close. Now, I still saw him standing around on defense last night. I'm just saying yeah. he's a way better player. He's but better on I, offense. I, I would he's, he's better on defense so, even though he doesn't play much. Dev Marble got a lot better over time. He I, had tools, but he got a lot better. Um <laughs> Uh, Mike Gazelle, people, okay, he came in with a little bit of a pedigree, and he was a top maybe 120 player, you know, and we expected a lot out of him. He was not great. You saw flashes his first year, kind of like Bohannon right now, right? You saw some flashes, but he was a much better point guard but by the end of the deal. You know what Bohannon um, can do that Mike Gazelle never – He can threes. shoot. Yeah, he can really shoot. You know, and maybe we've found some guys that can shoot. So – I think you can coach defense. I think you can teach defense. Mm-hmm. I think that defense can be a learned art or project. But they have to buy in. And the interesting thing is that Iowa tries to play a team defense more so than, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't want yeah. to go back to Maury John in 1969, but belly button to belly button defense uh, that I was taught, you know, by Jim O'Day who played with Maury John and Valley. And it's different. It's sort of a – it's not a zone because when they play zone, it's horrible. That's, again, that's defense you need to – so the difference between – I remember I remember they got beat by Illinois. I believe it was uh, their, uh, the sophomore year for um, the last group. And Aaron – it was the last second shot. And Aaron White jumped out to try to guard the shooter. And the guy, But he used the wrong hand. And somebody pointed that out. He extended with the wrong hand, so the Illinois player got the got the shot off. And these are things that the next year suddenly we were stopping, we were blocking shots at the three-point line. We were getting just so that these shots were just a little bit off, and that team got better and better. And why? Because it, little things that you teach and you drill over and over again, they make a big difference when, it, when you're talking about <clears throat> that skosh of a second so when that he, shot's easy to make versus not. And so I here's believe my, they can. I who, agree with you. Who's, my, here, who's the defensive coordinator on the basketball team, on the basketball coaching staff? Uh, right now? I, I've never really heard that the that there's an expert there. I, on that. Well, and and I'm not saying that we need to have a Phil Parker named as defensive coordinator on the basketball staff. I'm just and have ask, a run game coordinator. I'm a, I'm no, asking. Okay. A, well, look at the run game on a football team seemed to be doing okay the last three games. Hey, run game coordinator, baby. Absolutely. So, so my question is, I suspect that all four of them are trying to coach defense under whatever is the guise of mm-hmm. the plan is, and it doesn't – when Fran was at Siena, they pressed. Why don't we press? We can't guard anyone. Because nobody gets back on the rotation. If you if you have a press, and I'm not even going I'm – I'm kind of going back to Dr. Tom, and you have A.C. Earl or you have – I don't know whoever the biggest guy in the team is. Well, you just made the, you just made the point. You need a back end guy who's back there protecting the rim, and until they get somebody like that, um, and one of these guys emerges that way, because right now what you have protecting the rim is a guy that as a guy comes as as the man comes at them, they go ole and let him lay it in. Perhaps. So that is that is the the very reason you don't do that. It's it's a great idea, but you are right about this. I am certain. That Fran and his staff have sat down probably every morning for the last two weeks and said, what are we going to do to get better at defense today? I'm well, not did, worried about scoring points because these guys can shoot and score. And didn't Fran basically say this after Sunday? He goes, I've never had a team that made 14 threes that lost a game. I've never had a team where I've tried so so many different ways to try and get the message through that they can't get it. So this is an interesting coaching point. Um that our seventh-year head coach needs to come up with a solution so that the Hawks don't go 10-20. and 20. Which is a real possibility. At 4-5 and five right now, and um, only a couple of, of what you would consider gimmies left. you got Iowa State, Northern Iowa. Neither know. one of those are gimmies, no, although absolutely. you and I is not playing very well. Not, right, right. And, and I don't remember who the, the, the chumps are that are left at the end of the, the thing. But, um, and then you head into the Big Ten. Uh, it, it it could get to be that way, but that you're right. I, I think if 
That's why we're still in December, and we can hope that there's that they can turn around because there's some athleticism there. You can't oh, convince me that they're slow. They're a talented team. I think we all watched that Seton Hall game and went, oh, my gosh, this is the first time we all got to watch them. And, and went, wow, yeah. we've got some talent. You know, obviously getting Cook back will help a little bit, but, you know, he hasn't been a defensive stopper. No, but it it, it is a shame that he hasn't been able to grow with the team in drills and practicing and getting better against some of this competition. I, I feel like... I mean, this is the time when you need that, and that that growth would be there. I feel like they would have won the other day uh, against Omaha with him, probably. Just one more offensive option. I really like the idea of thinking about, and we're going to get to break. I know, Trent. I I know, I know. I really like the idea of Cordell Pimsel and Tyler Cook on the floor at the same time in terms of giving you two options for how you get the ball down low. Maybe one of them going towards the hoop, with the kind of speed and aggression that Tyler Cook has and one posting up with the moves and, and really the low center of gravity, the control of Pemsel, which is really, it's really fun to watch. I think there's a couple of options that are going to be there, and especially in the next couple of years. You throw Moss, I, I think Moss is coming into his own. I, I, it's it's going to be there. I just wish Cook wouldn't have hurt himself because that's, you know. Well, and, he didn't and, hurt himself, he got hurt. Okay, right. It's not the Gary uh, Gary Wright slamming his finger against the door, whatever, the door right. whatever that was back in the day. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Hawks are in the Outback Bowl in the football side of things, by the way. We'll talk about that when we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 and Mediacom. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. 1700 KBGG, traffic update. Watch out for several trouble spots as you make your way home. we got several accidents close to downtown. Got an accident that has closed Easton Boulevard near East 19th Street. The westbound lanes are being affected by that. Got a gas main break at East 3rd near Walnut. Got another trouble spot, an accident on the right lane that is blocked 235 eastbound near Keogh Way. Got a disabled vehicle around that area, 235 eastbound near 7th Street in Ankeny. Watch out for another disabled on I-35 in the southbound lanes near Corporate Woods Drive. And an accident on the west side of town, Douglas Avenue near 86th Street. The rest of the Metro running accident free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, cold and breezy. The clouds coming in later on, a low near 20. Mostly cloudy Wednesday. It's going to be cold and windy with a high near 26. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Colds. Right now at Colds, only once a year, friends and family save an extra 25%. So you can give a little more this holiday. But hurry, an extra 25% off is only once a year and ends Saturday. Select style, see store, or colds.com for details. Hobbytown in Ankeny is your one-stop shop for all things remote control, including electric and nitro cars, rock crawlers, buggies, and monster trucks, as well as planes and drones. And they have the parts, accessories, and staff to help you have many hours of hobby fun. You'll also find models, rockets, trains, games, science kits, and lots of neat stocking stuffers. Just imagine the thrill when your loved one unwraps that shiny new RC car on Christmas morning. Hobbytown, located on Delaware Avenue between Starbucks and Kohl's. Sometimes a job is just that, a job. Long, stressful days, wondering what you're really doing with your life. But other times, that job becomes a healthy career that houses a fun atmosphere, great friends, and great perks. Quit searching for jobs and apply for a career, a career with Mediacom. Mediacom is hiring for Internet support, field support, and customer service reps, all of which comes with practically free cable. Start your career today. Just go to MediacomCareers.com and click on Careers. Mediacom is an equal opportunity employer. Brought to you by Panera Bread. Family and friends will like whatever you get them this holiday, but why not get them something they'll love? A Panera Bread gift card. For every $50 in gift cards purchased, get a $10 bonus card for yourself. Visit your local bakery cafe for more details. Have you suffered a personal injury or been impaired by an auto accident? Are you unsure if you're entitled to workers' compensation? Hamilton Law Firm is one of the oldest family-owned law firms in Iowa, helping individuals and families across the state for 130 years. They may be able to help you. If you are too injured to meet with them, they can fly anywhere in Iowa to meet with you. Hamilton Law Firm in Clive, Storm Lake, and Sioux City. Contact Hamilton Law at 309-3536 or online at hamiltonlawfirmpc.com. 
Well, if you're having a nice holiday get-together, make it as simple as the Manhattan Grill on Grand Avenue in West Des Moines. A great sports theme, outstanding food, and Kim Hager and her outstanding staff are gearing up for the Christmas holiday season. So if you're looking for a great spot, impromptu Christmas gathering with friends, family, employees, make it the Manhattan Grill on Grand Avenue in West Des Moines. Home to college basketball all winter long. Cyclones, Hawkeyes, Panthers, and Bulldogs. Manhattan Grill, Grand Avenue, West Des Moines. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. It happens once a year, and it's happening right now in Waukee. Schottenkirk Chevy's year-end closeout red tag sales event featuring bonus tag savings on our biggest inventory of the year. The year-end closeout at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Supplier pricing on all 2017 models and up to 20% off select bonus tag Chevys. Don't wait until the final days of the year to buy. Inventory is at an all-time high right now. Room Monday at 8 p.m. Get 0% for 72 months on select new 16s and 17 Sparks, Impalas, and Sonics. New Chevy Spark below. 11990. New regular cab Silverado 4x4. 25490. Kirk Chevy's year end closeout red tag sales event featuring supplier pricing up to 20% off and 0% for 72 months on select models. Don't wait until the final days of the year to buy because when this inventory is gone, it's gone for good. Kirk Chevy on the west end of Hickman, Waukee. Chevy, find new roads. WaukeeChevy.com. All rebates to dealer in stock only. Must be bonus tag, tax title license, stock extra with approved credit. Number 39383 and number 233. And we're back here in the Hawkeye. Hello, Brad Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. As we are each week from 5 to 6 o'clock here on Tuesdays on 1700. And around the world at the HawkeyeHuddle.com. Only one more day for you seniors to get your Part D in and open enrollment. Call Asset Protection. Is it really only five one five two two three sixteen hundred? Individual health insurance under sixty five till next Friday, but the seniors got till tomorrow. See, <laughs> make the seniors hurry up. Yeah, they they start they start it's the early bird. They start you know? too. It's right. You know, I'm not choking down a steak at four o'clock. Save a couple bucks. Yeah, well, you know. So uh, yeah, asset pros is uh, is in, and what is the number over there again? I just said five one five two two three sixteen hundred. Okay. Uh, of course, Schottenkirk, Schottenkirk Chevrolet, um, Templeton Rye, Kozlowski Law, family law doing the collaborative divorce uh, proceedings for you if you need any help with that. And uh, who am I forgetting? That it? That's it for now. All right. I'll call that. We'll Happy call to have uh, as many sponsors as we'd like to get out there. Absolutely. Uh, real quickly, the other winter sports, because uh, it is Iowa State. John Deere Financial be a nice sponsor. Wait. Can we get them? I doubt it. Anybody that's doing a bowl package or a bowl trip and you want to promote it on our show, all you got to do is throw in a couple of tickets just, for the two of us just, to go. Actually, just one for Ridge. I cannot and, go. That's right. You're in Mexico. I'll be you? out of the country. So just I, I just need one, and we'll just let you advertise on the show. We'll do it three or four times in the next four or five weeks. So Hell, anybody, it might be done every anybody, five minutes. Right. We'll, we'll just keep talking about it. If you want to do that, you uh, give us a call. So uh, wrestlers uh, beat South Dakota State 29-8 to beat. Yeah, they out, out page Beat down. Yeah. Uh, they're 4-0. They have Iowa State 7 South p.m. on State Saturday. is actually quite good. Are they? Yes. They're they're mm. rated. I, I hear Trent's uh, wrestling updates, and uh, I I think it's mostly for high school, but uh, South Dakota State is, is a good wrestling program. And the Jackrabbits? I believe they are. The yeah. Coyotes are South Dakota. Okay. So uh, 29-8, Hawks go to 4-0. Now, this week, Saturday night, Iowa State, and the, as far as I can tell, is that in Carver? It's in Carver, and there's no TV. Can you remember when not Iowa State? Not even Big State, Ten Network. I, not even IPTV. What? Not even MediaCom Twenty Two. You got a chance, MediaCom. Jeez, oh, it's on the MediaCom court. I know. 
it's not as far as I can tell. Now, I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see it on here somewhere. But uh, I don't no, know. No replay. No, not at 10:30 at night after the Channel Two Action News and Cedar Rapids replay, even. So, uh, women's basketball. They the lost. Action News. Did you did you even did you pay attention to the to the uh, women's uh, game against number one Notre Dame last week at all? I understand that they were in it for a, and then they. They were in it for a good long while, like until maybe six, seven into minutes the ago. Fourth quarter, yeah, yeah, into the fourth quarter. They lost 30, 73 to fifty. See, I knew that they still play quarters yeah. in girls' basketball, women's. Yeah, uh, yes, women, but they do, and um, it it showed some hope. And then they went out and absolutely destroyed you and I, eighty-eight to thirty-nine. So uh, a nice win for them. Six and three they are, and uh, they've got Iowa State tomorrow night in Carver, seven p.m. That's on BTN Plus, which so, is just the internet. So have they done this now, where all so, like, this year all the games are in Iowa City, and next year they're all in Ames. Is that how they do that? Yeah. I've never really liked it because cause what it, it basically, every other year, the home-and-home home set, I mean, football, basketball, basketball, and wrestling, the four big ones where you get the most points for it. What about for gymnastics? Um, I believe that. I don't know. I don't know about volleyball either. But uh, anyway, so. Iowa State's got a better volleyball team than Iowa does. Um, I they, yes they do, but Iowa's volleyball team is is up and coming right now. They they, they are. I've not paid. Well, there you have it. They were up and coming. They've they've done some things in them to come out. Kind of like adult, a college they, freshman. Yes, um, somewhere in that. <laughs> uh, Iowa women also have Robert Morris on Friday at seven p.m. So a couple of games for them, and of course, uh, is that uh, considered Iowa a transgender game? Uh, I don't know. Why would it be Robert Morris? Well, uh, well, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. If you're the lady, if you're I, not that there's anything wrong with that. If you're I'm a women's asking. team for Stetson, but do you wear what? Never mind. Beanies. Beanies. Outback Bowl, Florida. Part three. Part okay. Redux. Part three. For those who've been faithful listeners of the Hawkeye Huddle, they'll recall the best show we ever did. That after Hawkeye or after the Outback Bowl. Two, and if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and watch the w- worst officiating ever. It's a, a Outback Bowl 2006, uh, a, a video compilation of the worst officiated game in the history. of Somebody did a. I mean, there's like seven or eight calls, including I believe it was Clinton Solomon. Yeah, the worst, which we 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 will put up there as arguably the worst call in the history of college football, and I I will put it up there. Now you might say that the. The extra down that Nebraska had to beat Missouri would be close, but that's different than an actual penalty flag that was thrown on a guy. Was it, for going wasn't out. that extra down Colorado against Missouri? Oh, I'm sorry, it was where Colorado they got the Missouri. fifth down right. and that uh, basically Nebra- didn't Nebraska do something like nah, that? No, Nebraska just scored on the a, a, a bounced ball that was caught in the end zone okay. on fourth yep, down. You got me. You got Colorado me. Yeah. had the fifth down. Yeah. But this one was Clint Solomon running out for a pass. The Florida no, no, player- no, he was blocking. And the Florida player grabbed him by the face mask. Both hands. And pulled him down. And Solomon basically pushed him off. And a flag was thrown. Face mask, number 80, on the offense. Yeah. And they marched Iowa back 15 yards. It was it was astounding. When Chad Greenway tweets that he was not offsides, I'm going to go ahead and on take On the onside kick? I'm going to go ahead and take. And that's where we really got pissed. And that's when things really got out of hand for our show that we taped right afterwards. Yeah. I scared the clarinet section of the Florida band that day. I, I, you scared me that day. On Kenny Webema killing, I think it was Chris Leak on the sidelines, inbounds. Yeah. That one was called they Helmet called to Helmet. Helmet. To Helmet. Yes. We'll be back talk to Tom Kaker of HawkeyeReport.com when we come back on 1700 and Mediacom. 1700 KBGG brings you the Kansas City Chiefs each week. Sponsored by Ann Kenny Towing, Martinson's Used Cars, and Mediacom Careers. 1700 KBGG traffic update. Watch out for several trouble spots as you make your way home. we got several accidents close to downtown. Got an accident that has closed to Easton Boulevard near East 19th Street. The westbound lanes are being affected by that. Got a gas main break at East 3rd near Walnut. Got another trouble spot, an accident on the right lane that is blocked 235 eastbound near Keogh Way. Got a disabled vehicle around that area, 235 eastbound near 7th Street in Ankeny. Watch out for another disabled on I-35 in the southbound lanes near Corporate Woods Drive. And an accident on the west side of town, Douglas Avenue near 86th Street. The rest of the Metro running accident free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. 
Our forecast for tonight, cold and breezy. The clouds coming in later on, a low near 20. Mostly cloudy Wednesday. It's going to be cold and windy with a high near 26. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Great gifts for everyone on your list are at Mills Fleet Farm. Get a free $20 gift card when you buy $100 of Carhartt apparel. The Ugly Stick Ice Fishing Combo is the choice of anglers everywhere, $24.99. Ranger Winter Boots for the family, 25% off. Give the gift of fun. Tonka, Mega Blocks, and Lego toys are all on sale. Fleet Farm chocolates are holiday favorites. Two one-pound bags, $6. And Mills Fleet Farm has extended holiday hours. Now open till 9 p.m. Right now at Toys R Us, you can buy one, get one, 50% off all Barbie dolls, play sets, and accessories, like the Barbie Pink Passport Vacation Doll. Barbie Pink Passport Vacation Doll gets to travel all over the world. I only get to travel to the grocery store. But going to the grocery store with Mommy is pretty cool, just maybe not as cool as Toys R Us. Because right now you can buy one, get one, 50% off all Barbie dolls, play sets, and accessories. Where? Toys R Us. Awesome. Discount items must be of equal or lesser value to the lowest price item purchased. Exclusion supply offers cannot be combined. Visit Toys R Us for details. This holiday season, let Jared turn your feelings into jewelry. Jewelry that tells her she's the best thing that's ever happened to you in a way that goes beyond words. It could be a piece jewelry designers created just for Jared or a piece we custom made just for you. Because we're more than a store that sells beautiful jewelry. We're jewelers. The one unique gift that makes her holiday unforgettable. That's why he went to Jared. Well, they say a smile's worth a thousand words. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. If you're looking for a new dentist, go with the pro. Dr. Stephen Fuller with two locations, east side of Des Moines and also in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller is now open to take on some new patients in early 2017. Get a hold of Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. Check him out on the web. Again, that great smile. Bring in the new year in 2017. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dental. FullerDental.net. When it comes to outdoor repairs at your home or perhaps your business, turn to the professionals at Spec USA in Des Moines. Spec USA, where Matt Mauser's outstanding crews provide professional concrete work, conscientious, timely, and affordable. From parking lots to porches, from the decks to your front doors, turn to Spec USA. So if it's decorative or commercial concrete that you need, one name, Spec. See their showroom at 4100 Merle Hay Road in Des Moines. SpecUSA.com. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37. 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Well, when you're an athlete, professional, weekend warrior, college, high school, amateur athlete, when you're injured, first thing you think about is, when do I get back into the game? That question is answered in the affirmative with Dr. William Jacobson at Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine, who brings a wealth of experience to his craft and his profession. Dr. Bill Jacobson, Dr. Jake at Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine in Clive. You can see their ad at sportspotlight.com, martyandmiller.com. Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine, Dr. William Jacobson. When you're injured, Dr. Jake gets you back into the game. Noble All-American. Nine American brands, backed by a low price, including 11000 off a new 2016 Ford F-150 XLT Crew Cab. $11,000 off right now at Noble Ford in Indianola and nobleautogroup.com. Centurion Stone of Iowa is proud to be the leading provider of stone veneer in Iowa. Centurion Stone has the look and feel of natural stone with the ability to create over 200 color and pattern combinations. If your upcoming home project involves the interior of your home, stop by the showroom at Centurion Stone of Iowa and see what they can do for you. Centurion Stone is located at 5525 Northeast 22nd Suite A in Des Moines. 
Their showroom hours are Monday through Friday from 8 until 5, Saturday from 8 until noon. Or visit centurionstoneofiowa.com. Well, it's amazing. We've long time at Marty Miller been fans of Sonny's Pizza Bistro, the pizza, the chicken, the Italian fare. And little did we know, we walked into a high V, and there's the Sonny's Pizza Bistro spaghetti sauce. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't buy enough as it jumps off the shelf. Sonny's Pizza Bistro. Great food and great spaghetti sauce. Sonny's Pizza Bistro, Northwest 6th Avenue, Sailorville Township. Back on the Hawkeye Hall, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. 1700, the big talker, Mediacom, channel 22822, high def, as we are each week from Tuesday, on Tuesdays. From Tuesday. From Tuesday. Tuesday Tuesday. until Tuesday. From now until the end of time. Well, until the end of March, uh, which, or or maybe the beginning of March with this team. I'm going to say we're probably Probably not going to April. You don't think we're going into April? Maybe not. No, no. We did some favors last. Year. Just kind of kept doing shows. I remember Marty's like, "Yeah, hey, you guys want to?" F- I think we did the Masters. Off? We might. We might have made it that long. Uh, either way, we've had plenty of basketball talk. Doctor Tom Cakert's with us. Doctor Tom Cakert online from HawkeyeReport dot com. The doctor is in the house. I don't know anybody's referred to him that way, but we could start after fourteen uh, fourteen years. Tom, how are we doing today? Doing well. How are you guys? Just just fine. Just fine. You got your uh, trip to the Outback Bowl all figured out? Yes, I do. Headed down the 27th. And the team's going down uh, is the day before, or are they, are they going down on that day? I, I know it's like a day later than they went last year in terms of the amount of time they're going to spend uh, on, on their trip. Yeah, they're going down the 26th. So they'll be... Uh, Home for Christmas. The last few times, they've always kind of just left before um, before Christmas and um, gotten down to wherever they're going out to California or down to Jacksonville. But they're going to, you know, with the indoor practice facility, the ability to stay home and kind of enjoy uh, Christmas with the family, uh, I, I think uh, that's the option they've taken now. You know, Tom, Coach Ferentz was uh, on right before our show on Marty and Miller, and he was talking about that the coaches and the players had some input on uh, how to change things. You know, the Hawks, as we all know, haven't won a bowl game since 2010, um, and <clears throat> frankly haven't been very It hasn't com- been close. Haven't been very right. competitive in the last, uh, in the last few. Uh, in fact, the last competitive game, I would say, was the Outback Bowl against LSU, um, and that was a late touchdown to kind of get it back within seven, but... Uh, changes that they made, and I remember, if I'm not mistaken, it was 2002 Orange Bowl that caused some changes in the bowl prep, and then the Hawks had a lot of success. So was maybe you know just trying to keep the guys in tow a little bit more um, when they're uh, have the ability to go out and do stuff in the evenings. Well, you know, clearly they have not looked fresh in the last couple of games in their bowl games now some of that to do with uh, with the speed of the other uh, the other teams that they're playing but clearly did not come out and play well early on and and uh, any advantage there would be good and of course Kittle being a senior you can say a little bit more and and uh, perhaps even that might not even be a hard and fast role that, that might be him leading by example and you know so Tom this is uh this is a team that, uh, full of seniors here who've, who've been to bowl games now. They haven't been able to win one. And I, I, you, you have to think that this is a way that they have to look at this as a way to, to, to cap off their careers. It's more important to them than a little bit of a party. Yeah, they're looking at it as a business trip. One of the other things he mentioned was, you know, kind of not easy practices, but I guess the sense the last couple of years they pushed them kind of hard. Leading up to it, maybe they they weren't. Um, I, don't, I don't want to say tired, but a little beat up, a little worn out, maybe, um, and maybe kind of treated a little bit differently uh, when you're out there in terms of some of the conditioning stuff. And I think the coaches were okay with that. Um, you know, the other thing I would say 
based on the last two games and based on the fact that it'll be on a grass field again. Get some cleats that don't make you look like you're on a skating rink. That <laughs> yeah, might well, be a good it, one, too. It, it was amazing to us last year, and we talked about it right after the game in our long line of trying to right. figure out how to get back to our, our vehicles. Uh, how after the debacle in in uh, Jacksonville, where it appeared that they were on skates, how they came out and did the same thing in the Rose Bowl, and clearly Stanford had been there, you know, already in the last few years Stanford playing UCLA, plays their games right? On grass, and they play on grass, and they were ready to go. So it's 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 worth mentioning. So um, yeah, one of the other you know, the, one of the other things that's kind of kind of interesting, and I had not realized this until uh, perusing your site today. Uh, I was a two-point dog, uh, instituted so far. I didn't realize uh, Kirk has been a dog in 12 of the 14 bowls that I was been in, and they were a pick em on, on the, uh, the last Florida. So only favored in 14 bowls, only favored once, uh, which is, is interesting considering the success Iowa has had. Now, the last couple of years in the bowl games, it made a little bit more sense, but uh, the, well, you, when you play an SEC team, well, uh, this is a question: is is this a, fa- a, a factor of who they're playing, or is well, of course it is. This isn't a Vegas bias against Iowa. This is all predicated on who they're playing. So, uh, Tom, how do you feel about this matchup? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty even, and I think that's what the the line suggests. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit of an advantage to Florida, and Iowa's. A lot of games they've played against the SEC competition, and they're not going to get favored against many SEC teams, just how it works. And um, I suspect that by the time we get to this game, it'll probably be, you know, essentially, I mean, when it's two and a half or lower, in a lot of ways, it's almost a pick em game. So, you know, you just kind of have to look at it from that perspective that this is pretty even. I suspect it'll be low scoring. Um, I, I suspect the, the under is going to over under is going to be a pretty low number, and um, you know, be enticing to some people to to jump on. Well, I will, you know, the over under on Saturday in the SEC title game was forty and a half, and of course Alabama went over that by themselves. Um, Florida has given up almost, or I, if I'm not mistaken, they've given up two hundred yards or more in the last three games they played. Alabama on the ground. LS, yes. Yeah. LSU and I'm trying to think. I don't think it was Georgia. Florida State. Florida State. That's right. In in those three games, the ground game has been able to get to them. Iowa's defense is obviously much improved following the Penn State uh, situation. Which, by the way, Penn State's pretty good. But I don't know. I I think this is a great. A great matchup, and I'm just waiting for Ron Zook to say talk about Nick Hating as a is a running back threat. <laughs> yeah, the Iowa should be able to. You know, I think they're going to be able to run the ball in this game, and that's going to be the key. Uh, they figured out their run game now. Can they keep it going? They've got some sort of flow going right now. I think that's the key um, for them is to be able to get guys, get those guys going, get it like the the fine machine it was, you know, in a lot of ways the last three weeks of the season and get Wadley and Daniels going. If they can get those guys going, uh, Iowa will win the game. It's been a pretty simple formula this year. You look at what Iowa's done when they've ran the ball pretty well and stopped the run, it's been a good day for the Hawkeyes. When they haven't, it's been a pretty long day for the Hawkeyes. So that's it's, it's a simple formula that, uh, that you can figure out fairly easily. Of course, uh, this is a period of time when the coaches can get out and do some visits. Uh, I believe they've been in hometowns and, and uh, living rooms the last uh, week or so. I uh, had a couple of visitors in this last week, though, and, and I think um, despite, uh, despite the fact that they've been, uh, you know, had a few uh, guys who've uh, decommitted and decided to go elsewhere, there's a couple of good prospects left on the board. Kendrick Green came in the other day. Tell us a little bit about him and, and what do you, you feel are the chances uh, a kid out of Illinois? Yeah, I think... Um you know, Green's a, a line prospect. Uh, Iowa projects him at defensive tackle. He's, you know, 6'3", 270 now. He can fill out pretty easily. He's got a good frame for that, uh, good quickness. Um, I, yeah, he's 
it's Minnesota, Illinois, Iowa for him pretty much, and Illinois is kind of making a push. They sent in a late offer. I uh, love you. Smith was there last week. I uh, came in for his official to Iowa this weekend, this past weekend, and then Brian's parents was in his home on Monday. So, I, you know, I think they've, they're in pretty good shape with him right now. I, I think I was probably the favorite for him. So three-star by uh, Rivals, your, your network, and I think Scout put him up to, uh, to a four-star. So certainly a, a position where Iowa needs to keep, you know, just kind of stocking that, uh, stocking that fish pond, and that would be a good one. They've had a couple of other ones. But the, I so there's 13 on the committed list. I was going to say, we've got a few spots left now, don't we, Tom? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, they're at 13 with the defections that took place. So they've got a, you know, they were up to 17, and you thought they'd get to, you know, 20 to 22 maybe. So I, I think it, that's still the number. So now they've got to find some spots to to fill. And, um, you know, they they had Oliver Martin in this past weekend. That's a neat position at wide receiver, obviously, the wide receiver from Iowa City West. And I think Iowa's trending pretty well for him. Uh, you know, he was in on his official visit to Iowa, and he, I think, was at four or five games this year unofficially. So... Yeah, if you're going um, to Michigan, I don't Iowa, see you Michigan, going to five Iowa games. Notre Dame gets them this weekend, so um, oh. you know we'll we'll eh. see what happens with Oliver. But he would, I, I'm sh- I'm certain that if Iowa gets him, it would brighten the spirits of a lot of Iowa fans uh, around the holidays. Well, yeah, no question about that. I just can't see how Notre Dame, with Kelly's situation there, four and eight, and and you have to think it's a tenuous deal with him. Rumors spreading that he was out trying to look for other places, so on and so forth. I mean, it's Iowa or Michigan got to be with Martin, don't you think, Tom? Yeah, and I'm not sure how high up he is on the Michigan pecking order either. That's that's kind of the other thing that you have to look at is, is Michigan willing to take him today if he wanted to commit? And I'm I'm not sure they are. I, I think they may have him below some other guys where, in Iowa, in Iowa, he's going to be a, you know, a, a big name in this class. Now, I, I caution people, um, and I'll use this as kind of a comparison simply because he's an Iowa City kid, but he's not Tim Dwight. He's just uh, Tim Dwight was different animal um, in terms of speed and athletic ability. Not that Oliver is not fast. Not that Oliver doesn't have great athletic ability, but he's not Tim Dwight. So people got to kind of understand um you know who he is and what he is and um he's more ed hinkle than he is tim dwight so and ed hinkle was a great receiver I'll at take it. If he yeah. could be as good as ed hinkle that'd be a really really fantastic career uh, yeah that that'd be just fine great best high school game i ever saw tim dwight versus Tavian banks in the playoffs man that was something all right tom hey we got to run uh we're out of time but we'll talk to you next week and uh who knows? Maybe there'll be some sort of a miracle win uh, Thursday night in Iowa City for the Hawkeye basketball team, and we can talk about that as well. Yeah, I hope so, and I hope uh, hope it's not an overrun place by Cyclone fans on Thursday night either. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, there is a strong possibility. Yeah, man, we'll see. There is strong possibility. Uh, two-thirds, one-third. Listen, when you don't have a football Two-thirds, one-third. Think so? Yes. Oh, boy. Thanks, Tom. We'll catch you later. Okay, bye-bye. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Um, yeah, you never know. But um, so, uh, <laughs> either way, last couple of things about football. Um, we have not talked about the slight to Josie Jewell at this point. Second team, all Big Ten, both the coaches, the media, the All-American, or the, and the national media, how that works out after leading the conference in tackles, nearly double of all three more tackles than all three guys that got put on the first team. Don't know how that works out. Desmond King, uh, pro football focus, did put him on their All-American team today, which is uh, good, uh, ahead of all three of the other guys that were ahead of him on the would, Big Ten would, squad. Would he and, be a two-year potential consensus All-American? It's potential, yes. If nothing else, uh, yes. Yes, which would there's some discussion out there today. It might get him into the Ring of Honor uh, because of of that status. So we'll see how that there's, that, that. there's not a lot of Hawkeye. Well, games. the statistics that are there, although it wasn't the the flashy interceptions this year, the statistics are there are still are just unreal. Right. You know, the pro football guys had it figured out. I mean, nobody. You know, they they completed some passes against him, but nobody threw at him at all. And uh, it just you know he he got beat on the one play on national TV against Penn State. Other than that. 
you know, he's, he was Desmond King. You just right. don't throw at him. And he tackled and tackled, knocked balls away, and it was it was, it was something. Um, as far as the rest of the All-Big Ten teams, of course, Jaleel Johnson, first team All-Big Ten, and uh, Desmond as well uh, on all the teams, which is pretty cool. Jaleel Johnson having a great season. And, and Jaleel Johnson, he's, totally he's going to play on Sunday. I, I, I would agree. And it, it t- kind of follows in a long line Jonathan of, Babineau, of guys. Just kind of, Mike Daniels. Right. It's their senior year, they Matt show Cole. up, and people are like, hey, that guy's pretty good. You know what's weird is Mitch King, who I thought was going to be a good NFL player, really injuries took it out yeah. of him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any question. Even Matt Roth. Even Matt Roth. Kenny Webb. So, last thing on football for me. Adrian Claiborne, I'm just naming. Uh, names throwing it. They, 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 they're still out there. Um, I'm hoping. The sim- John Miller's been pointing this out for the last few weeks, few weeks, and I think Tom a couple of times too. I didn't buy into it until, until we were un- until now, and we're going back to the Outback Bowl. The similarities between 2008 and 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 this this season with uh, the team being, uh, you know, uh, five and four at one point, winning their last three games, the upset over the big team in Kinnick in the third, the last game, Michigan and Penn, Penn State. State. Uh, blowout of Minnesota up in Minnesota to end that year and a blowout of Nebraska or border rivals, the, the blowout situation on, at the end of the year. Now you're headed to the Outback Bowl. And essentially what you're looking at now is uh, that year you were going to lose Sean Green to the NFL, which you did, and I was losing a couple of skill uh, position players. But what you had come back to make 2009 a really great year, even though it, it it didn't turn out as a Big Ten championship year, what resulted in that Orange Bowl win, what happened was you had a core. And there's a core of players here that are going to be really, really impressive. Double to right last call. What do you got? I will lose this but covers on Thursday. And we decided it was going to be seven or eight? I'm going to say it's uh, 85-81. Uh... I don't even know what it is. Take the over. That's my Templeton Ryan last go. call. Take the over in that ball game. The one thing I will say is Iowa State's susceptible because I don't think they have great leadership. I don't think Monte Morris is the guy that George Nang was uh, as a leader, and they need that. So it's just my thought there you on, go. on the Iowa State basketball team. Uh, thanks to uh, Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. Of course, Trent Condon back in the studio for Dave Creighton Jr. I'm Brett Rich. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 and Mediacom.